Hey guys, it's Faith. Welcome back to the podcast. I did a free community coaching call last night and it was so good. I just absolutely love talking to you guys. Thank you to everyone who came and everyone who was willing to be vulnerable and get coached. It really is so valuable to the entire community when people are willing to share what they're stuck with, what their thoughts are, how they're feeling with their business. And we're all able to learn from each other. I think that's my favorite thing that we do in the mastermind is our live group calls. I always say, I really feel like if going to those calls or listening to the replay will save you so much time in your business because you're gonna get insight you never would have gotten before. You're gonna have shifts and perspective changes that you never would have came to on your own. You're gonna see problems differently when things come up in your business because you've seen other people navigate similar things. And it's a way for you to get business experience by understanding situations without having to go through them yourself. So I really believe in the power of these calls. I think you'll see it when you listen and you'll understand how impactful they really are. We do these calls all the time in the mastermind and we are doing a flash opening for the Becoming Boss Mastermind. I decided to do a flash opening because when I looked at the calendar, I realized we're not going to be able to open it at the beginning of Q2 the way we usually do because of my schedule and everything we have going on. It won't open again until April 17th. And if you know that you have been stuck and you're struggling, come get help now and you can use the rest of March to debrief the quarter create a really great plan for April and you'll be able to come to our business retreats and do your planning and your debrief with us, get ready for the new quarter and just really start Q2 with a ton of momentum. So if you're feeling defeated or stuck, don't take that into the quarter. Come into this program and let me help you. We have so many resources for you guys The mastermind is a powerhouse of just support from the community to myself, to my team, to the co-coaches, plus just a treasure chest, an absolute treasure chest of resources. You get my launch align course. You get our templates to make lead magnets. There is so many business strategy programs in there, everything to help you develop your course, how to film your course, how to speak in a summit. We have trainings in there on anything that you need, truly. It really is such a great, great offer, and we just keep making it better and better and better, and I just could not be more proud of what we offer in there. If you are stuck, I can very confidently tell you we will be able to help you in there. And not only can I tell you that, I can guarantee it. I do a two week, no questions asked, money back guarantee. So you do not have to worry about signing up and not getting your money's worth, or if you sign up and it's not right for you, or you sign up and it's not as good as you thought it was gonna be, I will give you your money back. It's not a refund where you have to prove you went to the calls or turn in workbooks. You just email us, we refund you. It is that simple. If you've been thinking about joining, watch your email because we are going to offer you guys a special bonus. 
and you will get the best bonus of all, which is getting started right now. When you sign up, you get instant access to my business strategy modules, the planning modules, my mindset course, the replays from the coaching calls, the links to come live, the Facebook group. You get all of it as soon as you join. So don't wait until we're midway into April and already underway with Q2. Get started now. Give yourself a nice little head start to get used to everything, find everything, create a great plan, and come April 1st, you're going to be ready to really make great strides in your business. So I'm so excited for everybody who has already joined. There's tons of new people in there, and I just could not be more excited of the things to come. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If anything in here strikes you or you get any breakthroughs or takeaways, I really encourage you to post them in the Facebook group. I think it's a very nice way to honor the people who were willing to get coached on this call and were brave enough and vulnerable enough to speak candidly about their experiences and their business. It's not always easy to admit you're stuck or you're struggling, especially not in an industry that really glamorizes everybody making all this money and all those super overnight success stories and all that stuff. And so if you get anything from anything anyone shared or any of the coaching anyone received, please share it in the Facebook group. It would mean a lot to me, and I'm sure it would mean a lot to the other people on the call as well. And it will cement those takeaways in your own mind. So I really encourage you guys to do that. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I will talk to you guys soon. Hey, guys. You guys are my people. You're two minutes early. (laughs) Y'all know if you coach with me, I start on time, and we go fast around here because I have a lot of things to say. Christy, it's so good to see you. I know. I feel like I never see you anymore. I know. I, you know what? Um, I have <laughs> three summit videos and I've yes. been just trying to get ready for all that. Plus we're doing a bundle. So I think oh I'm gosh. almost done. <laughs> I'm but. so excited. You're going to be so good at doing it. It's going to be like, no sweat, no we'll problem. You got it. Yeah. You're going to be we'll glad see. you did it. I got some really, really good, um, a really good critique on my video. Oh, good. You'd be proud of me that, that at first my brain wanted to go, oh, I suck so bad. And then I'm like, no, wait. This <laughs> Poor like me. Stuff. My brain loves to do that. <laughs> Poor yeah, me. This, this is stuff. I was thinking after that, I go, no, this is stuff that I pay for, for people to tell me, you know, and so I made all the changes and you must have a really annoying business coach. (laughs) You guys, I made them do their, we're doing a summit in the mastermind and we're getting everything ready. And I made them do their presentations twice. I made them do it once and they had to get someone to give them feedback and then they had to record it again. like so annoying (laughs) yeah I actually did do the whole thing over I mean I used the slides but I did the whole thing over but like I'm like there's no way it's not gonna make you guys better like there's no I know it's annoying I understand that (laughs) but I'm like but I'm also like I just feel like it's worth your guys's time and you do pay me to make your stuff better so there you go (laughs) I mean remember you had me do the um the launches like that you know what I mean? That were really annoying. <laughs> yeah. And, but Do you know, <laughs> I haven't done one at all this quarter. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so you've been focusing on lead gen, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, right. So there's seasons for all of it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. No, I can't. <laughs> My work here is done. The call is over, everybody. There's your wisdom. <laughs> you made a decision to focus on lead gen, right? Yeah, I mean, did. that's what I'm guessing is happening. Yes. But like, yeah. you guys can't make a decision to not launch and then make that a big problem. <laughs> you gotta like, if you make the decision to not, not launch and focus on getting more subscribers, you gotta feel good about that. That's it. And then we'll launch when we launch, right? When you put, when is your next launch? You have it on your schedule? It's probably going to need to be in April, you know? Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. You could always do, you could also do a flash sale if you wanted, or you can just like stack people. You're just stacking subscribers for that launch, girl. We got all these new people for the launch in April. That's it. That's what I'm thinking that I'll do like a, I don't know, something and then do a launch. Yeah, I make it. We're just gonna. Co- they're not going anywhere. We're just gonna like scoop them all up in April. They're just hanging out, waiting for yeah, you to man. scoop them all up. That's it, <laughs> right? I have friends that like they have huge audiences and advertising budgets and stuff, but they only launch once a year. All year, all they do is like stack up all those little people and like get them all floating around, and then they go in once a year and they scoop them all up, and that's it, right? They're just waiting for you. Yeah, I hope. Okay. <laughs> You guys, welcome everybody. Hi, Sabina. Hey, guys. You guys let me know in the chat. Are you new people? Are we OG people? Are we lurkers? I see some mastermind people on here. Y'all always want all the coaching, which I love. We had such a good call yesterday in the mastermind. You guys got to watch the replay. It it was a little longy long because it's a, you know, it's not a Faith Mariah call if we don't go for two and a half hours. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that to you guys here. (laughs) <laughs> but we were on there for a minute yesterday, but it was great. We did, we, we talked about, I mean, like everything. So you guys got to check the replay. If you're in there, the team probably already has it up, although it's supposed to be within 48 hours. Megan just got her six sale, six K from the launch. That was a launch that she tried to tell me she should quit on a week ago. Just so you guys know, I literally coached her last Tuesday inside the mastermind. She said, I don't know if I should do it. <laughs> And then she did a TikTok go viral. You guys have to watch the video. If you're in the mastermind group, she made like, I was like, <laughs> like it was really nice. And it was just like, I'm just so excited for you. That's amazing. Okay, you guys, we're going to do, let me get this train on the rails. We're going to coach. This is community coaching. It is free. Anybody can come get coached. I'm going to coach as many people as I can for an hour. I'm going to give you guys the link if you want to join the mastermind. The reason I'm letting you guys join the mastermind right now is I looked at my calendar. We're not going to be able to open. Usually we open at the beginning of April, at the beginning of the quarter, and I can't because of my schedule. So the next launch isn't going to be till like April 17th, 20th-ish. And I don't want you guys to wait until that far into Q2. So if you already know you want to join, you should just come now and get ready. You can debrief the quarter with us. You can get used to the mastermind. You can get your plan. You can get your mindset stuff. You can get coaching every week. Um, and then you'll just be ready for Q2 instead of waiting until we're like all the way deep into Q2. Q2. You'll be like with us at the beginning. So I think that'll be better. So we're going to, I will do that at the end. I'll give you guys a link. 
if you guys want coaching, you got to go to reactions at the bottom of Zoom. You guys tell me in the chat if it's different on your screen, but online it's reactions and then you push raise hand. And so you don't have to sit here and raise your hand. You just push the virtual raise hand. And that lets me know you want to come on here and talk. If you don't have your hand raised, I will leave you alone. I will not. I'll try my best not to bully you. <laughs> I'm coached. Um, if you want coaching, raise your hand. Be brave. I I will be nice to you. Okay. Uh, I can help you with anything. So I help people with launch strategy, with mindset, with fear, with procrastination. I coach on this stuff like all day, every day. I've been coaching this stuff for years. I can help you. Whatever is going on, let me help you. Um, and we will just do that for the next hour. It'll be really good. Put your brain to work. Every person that I coach, I really try to do it in a way that will apply to everyone. So don't be sitting here like waiting to talk to me. You can get what you need from listening to everybody else. Put your brain to work and figure out how this applies to you. How does this apply to my business? How can I use what this person is going through? How can, what can I learn from this and learn from every single person on the call? And that's how we accelerate our results, right? So instead of you having to experience everything and every struggle yourself, you can learn from all the other members from what they're going through. And that's how we accelerate our results as a community. And a lot of the best breakthroughs people have are not from talking to me. They're from watching someone else get coached, right? Because when I'm coaching you guys, you're having to think about, we're very attached, first of all, to our business and our ideas and our drama. We all love to like get all close with our little stories. And sometimes it's hard for us to see things as clearly as when we're watching someone else because we're not attached to their stories. We're just like, oh, she should do this. It's very obvious, right? And sometimes it's easier to get that insight watching someone else. So there's lots of opportunity here, okay? You can get everything you need just from listening and then participate in the chat. There's like a whole bunch of really awesome, badass entrepreneurs on here. So y'all talk to each other in the chat. I cannot talk and read the chat. I'm not someone that can like, I can't like talk and drive. <laughs> I can't, I'm not like a multitasker. That is not like a thing my brain can do. So I will ignore you in the chat <laughs> and, you, and you guys can talk amongst each other. And then as you're listening, just put all your takeaways in the chat and it will cement it in your own brain. And it will also offer it to the community because you might see things in a way that's different than everyone else on here. Okay. That's what I got to say. And I swear, I know there's new people around. So just so you know, if you've got kiddos around, please put your earbuds on. And if that offends you, I apologize. Either you either have to manage your thoughts about it or sign off, but that's just how I talk. And it, I'm going to talk how I talk. Okay. All right, Miss Jasmine, Jasmine Elise, what you got? How can I help you? All right. Um, I was just listening to your newest podcast today um, with oh, somebody from the, um, I wish I knew her name because it was like really good kind of talking about like mindset um, around like not just working a ton, you know, like, yeah. um, so I am a virtual support professional. I help female entrepreneurs build their businesses like the back ends mm -hmm. um but recently I lost like my two largest um clients <laughs> it was a big shock and I've been telling myself for a long time that I should have already developed some kind of product or membership or something um and so I'm wanting to kind of I'd love for you to help me or like be a sounding board for um 
deciding like what that will look like and like what's the you know the best one or the best move for me to make in terms of you know trying to do something that's a little bit more automated and doesn't take up a lot of the t- my time yeah well offer to you too like we can definitely talk about a membership or a course for sure but I'll also offer to you you can also hire this stuff out so you're not the one doing it so that's just mm-hmm. another option of like a business structure I don't know if you're interested in that at all but you could also just get lots more clients and then outsource the actual doing to other VAs right and scale yeah. that way so just so you guys know like service-based businesses are very scalable they really are so tell me what you think you want to do so uh I'm not sure that I want to go the agency route with like you know hiring people to <laughs> to help me um I'm not sure it's not I'm not saying no but I was considering though so um one of the things I do enjoy is like creating content for uh, business owners and you know I like researching their niche and like helping them create specific content, but I also like the general stuff. And so I consider doing like uh, a social media post membership or uh, a content marketing membership where like I, you know, and I've seen other people do this where like they fill a Trello board with like posts that they can do for like certain holidays, you know, like the general stuff, but then like some specific things and even give them like a newsletter template that they can use and just like plug and play, you know, because there are lots of people who just aren't able to hire out for that. Um, yeah, I love that. So I thought about doing that because I, I like that. I mean, I would probably have to hire people to help me with that, but that's what I was thinking. Um, or another thing that I, do also enjoy is like um, helping people to systematize their business. So like um, I love working in Dubsado or like creating, you know, like the canned emails and things like that to, so people, you know, have um, ways to quickly respond and, you know, like set things up like that too. So that was another thought, like a product where I can, you know, just like sell canned emails that they can put in their CRM or something like that. What is your audience size? So I don't. I don't, I mean, my audience are like the clients that I've worked with. So probably like 20, 25 people. Okay. How, what is your, is your, so just like, is your money situation, like we need to make money ASAP or is the money situation like we got time and we can like build this out over the next year or two? Uh, It's definitely not over the next year or two. So I would lean more on the (laughs) ASAP as soon as possible. Yeah. I got you. I just got to know, right? Because there are different strategies here, right? (laughs) So I'm just going to tell you, like, as far as like money ASAP, if we're talking like we need bill paying money and we need it now, right? The way that I teach people to do that is like, what is the highest price? First of all, like, what is the highest price thing you can sell? Mm -hmm. And because you need to sell less of them, right? So if we're talking a membership, we're talking a volume-based business normally with that. Yeah. So it's going to be some kind of premium membership or, you know, not always, but in general with what you're talking about with templates and stuff, I mean, what are you looking at at price? Yeah. So, because I was talking with one of my clients about it um, because she is a coach and she, I asked her, you know, if she thought people in her niche would be interested. And so I was thinking like something that includes like, you know, revolving posts for the month, you know, where like it's, there's at least 30, like something you could post every day and the, you know, newsletter, like the skeleton or template for you to plug and play, or you know, even you know, put in Canva and print out like, um, and all of it. So 
my idea is that all of it would be um, in Canva where they can go and like adjust their colors and their branding and their fonts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and even including like videos to show people how to do that. I was think I mean, I was thinking $97 for the month because it would mm-hmm. include both the email and all of the social posts. But I've seen people offer stuff like that for way less. So I just wasn't sure. You're going to be, yeah. I mean, you can do it. Like you can really, I mean, you can sell anything at like any price if you're if you got enough people that like your stuff enough and you're good enough at marketing. Right. But I'll tell you, like, as someone, like I run a multiple six figure membership and I also had another mental health membership too, that I ran for a long time that also made me thousands of dollars a month. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, like, it is a lot of marketing. So Mm -hmm. you better really, really, cause you're constantly going out and building your audience to get that volume selling them in but then once they're in you got to sell them on paying you every month they know like nobody wants to pay a bill every month to you mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like you got to be like pitching those people to stay and getting new people um and getting new leads and moving them into the membership and you kind of have to be doing that all the time and so a lot of people this is like coming back and trying you guys will see it it and it's like this whole idea of like memberships and like passive revenue and it's like it's passive in a way that like, you don't have to start from zero. And that is very nice. But I think the actual amount of time and effort it takes to make that business model work is like vastly underestimated. Right. And so I don't recommend you guys start with memberships Hmm. just because of that, like, because of the, like, you got to be really good at marketing, right? You've got to really be good at going out and getting the people. You got to love sales. If you do, if you do not love sales, and I'm not saying you do or you don't, but I'm just telling everybody because I'm telling everybody on here. We all do not love doing sales. Do not start a membership. <laughs> like if you yeah. don't want to market your butt off, like don't start a membership, right? And and you're gonna be ha- really having to differentiate yourself at that price point. I'm not saying you can't do it, but you're gonna have to be. It's gonna be like a little tough, I think, in the beginning to get the marketing right to where you can get people to pay $97 a month for that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'm not discouraging you. I'm just offering you like my experience to consider. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm always like, you know, I, I pay my business coaches a lot of money and I don't listen to them like probably half the time. So just so you guys know, like, I don't expect, like, I'm not sitting up here as like business God or anything. And like the things I'm saying are like, there's exceptions to everything. Right. So I always think you guys should know what's best for you and what's best for the business, but I'm just going to give you guys some things to consider as you guys, cause I know some of you guys are trying to figure out your business models. Right. And when we're talking about memberships, generally they're volume based. So you need more people because you're usually selling at a lower price. Um, and you, you, the marketing is like way more work and effort to get it to work than mm-hmm. people think. And so those are the main things. And then it's also just like a lot of admin stuff. It's a lot of like, I lost my password and like mm-hmm. people not finding their credit cards or changing their cards and their payment bounces. And you got to email that. It's a lot of that. Yeah. Right. So there's that, that stuff too, to consider. So those are some things I would consider for you. Like you have such a, a valuable skill set, mm-hmm. right. You you're, have like a lot of really valuable skill sets. I would be thinking for you, like if you are wanting to make like, you know, bill paying money ASAP, I would be thinking about what can I offer at like the highest price point and doing that first and getting something coming in and then maybe adding the course and the membership as like 
your other stream. So I would fill those client spots. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do. Yeah. I don't, I don't enjoy marketing and I I know that's holding me back in my business. Like I, I do it for other people. I know, you know, why, why do you like doing it for other people, but you don't like doing it for yourself? Because for other people, they're paying me to do it. So I see that money coming in, but I know marketing is a long game as far as like content marketing, like putting yourself online, showing up in places and my mind just can't, you know, it, it can't close that gap of like doing it now pays off later. That's- yeah. But th- that's like a little bit of like that jump you got to make from like a, a employee to an entrepreneur. Yes. Because you're operating like you're operating in an entrepreneur space where you don't have a boss cutting you a check, but then you're trying to make your like employee check where you're like, I'm not going to do things. I'm not, I'm not going to do tasks unless I get paid. Yeah. And if you want that, you honestly should go get a job. Like Mm. that, like you do see what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is the trade-off you guys have to make. This is a really important conversation. Everybody listen to what I'm saying, because I know there's new newer people on here and even some of my old people need to hear this because this is important right it's like you have the the trade-off with entrepreneurship is like you have unlimited earning potential everybody wants it right you get to like make your own hours and you have the flexibility very sexy right everybody wants it but the the trade-off is you're gonna have to do things sometimes and not get paid it's I mean it it's hard right because it's like if I'm only doing things that I'm making a direct exchange, what I'm really doing is saying no to like earning a lot of money later mm-hmm. because I'm unwilling to do like the bulk of work to build that brand for myself and that, that business that's going to support me for a long time. It needs to be nurtured and it takes a lot more work than I think most people realize when they get into this game if you're not going to be willing to do that, it's, you're just going to be in for such a tough ride, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, and that's why the podcast uh, interview that I was listening to earlier spoke to me so much because you mentioned, you know, like this middle-class mindset of like, you have to hustle, 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 work hard, like put in your years. And then you can yeah. And that's what I come from. Like that, you know, I tell my family, like, this is what I'm doing. And they're like, you need a job, you know? And so... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, right. I don't know. Like, so that's always an option for you guys. And we talk about that in the mastermind all the time. And I'll tell you guys, I'm not one of the, I am not one of the coaches that will tell you guys like, go all in and do your stuff. I'm like, pay your bills. Like we live in like brutal capitalism. Like this is what it is. Like nobody is going to take care of you guys. Like there's no safety net. Like people will live on the street. I'm like, pay your bills. Like, I don't care what you got to do. Right. And I know you guys will. Right. But these are conversations that are important conversations like that we have to have and businesses need funding, right? That's the other part. This like really blew my mind. I dated someone a couple years ago and he did startups and he would literally go fundraise and get people to give him like $30 million. Like they would go out and like go network and like get all this money. They would go get like people to invest like $30 million in their company to start up because they were like, we can't get where we want to go without money. We need funding. And it was so eye-opening to me because I had been kind of hustling as a little, um, like a nine to five entrepreneur too, right? Where it's like, well, I'm kind of going to do it and I'm going to kind of dabble around. And I saw him and I was like, whoa, like I need to fund some money into this thing, right? And so I started doing like um, 
like not VA work, but like launch, I was running coaches like launches on the back end and like picking up money that way. And then I was taking all that money and, and funding my business with it. So I didn't go get investors, right? I went and got a hustle. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm going to pump all this money into the business. And the business was profitable at that time. Like I was making full-time income, right? I could have just lived off of that, but I went and got money to like feed that little baby business that I had and get it to grow faster. Right. So sometimes you guys should like, sometimes going to get a side hustle or like picking up a little side job. Like sometimes that's the best thing you guys can do for your business. Like sometimes going all in, like just causes us stress and our nervous system can freak out and people can get very scared. And especially if you guys have money trauma, like most of us, a lot of us have money trauma, right? I grew up very poor. Like my, my brain starts freaking out when I see money going out and money not coming in. That is like, very like my nervous system can't take that right and so just like some different things for all of you guys to think about you're not the only one like going through this kind of stuff right these are all like decisions we're gonna have to make in different parts of our business so let's talk about like let's talk about your business plan though like what do you what do you think about what I said about the membership I I agree and so one thing I had been considering was doing like um intensive for stuff you know like I do I do have quite a skill set I've been doing this um for I guess almost well it's a little bit over three years now so I picked up a lot I have a lot of tech skills and stuff so I can easily do an intensive um I just I need to get out there and market it uh so we gotta go over this marketing block right because you're like you know you're so interesting because it's like you have all these like very highly marketable skills that can make you so much money But then you're like, but I'm not going to go build the audience and customers. I'm not going to go get customers because that's not going to make me money instantly. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're kind of like taking all of your little valuable skills and just keeping them over here by yourself. But it's like, we got to get customers for you. And you do that with marketing. Yeah. It's like interesting because you're like, I don't want to market, but it's like, don't you want customers? I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got to get your brain on board with like, why would you want to go market? Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't have to do social media if you don't want, but you're going to have to figure out something. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have a blog set up. So, and I, you know, that's part of it. Uh, I guess the blog is like a long game though. I mean, yeah. it depends how well networked you were, if you could like send people there, but like Google, you know, Google's a, a fickle place these days. It could take you like a year or maybe more of like posting a lot to be able to get Google to look at you. Well, so what are some other there. suggestions you have then other than, you know, social media or for lead gen, just so you guys know, for everybody else, like the way that I'm telling that I'm seeing work on social for lead gen is TikTok and reels, which I know you don't want to do. Right. And then I would say we're doing like a lot of bundles and summits. So you could do an event that is like, did you do that email marketing workshop I did? Like a month ago. It was, I did it for free. It was really good, but we just did this bundle and we got like 7,000 subscribers or something from it. It was just insane. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're doing, um, you guys will see it in the mastermind. We're doing events for the people in my mastermind to grow their list where we're doing bundles, which is like everybody puts in free gifts and then they all have to email their list and everybody goes there to get their things. And 
if they get your free thing, you get their email address. So everybody's sharing email subscribers, basically, right? It's like, I'll send my email mm-hmm. subscribers, you send your email subscribers, I'll get some of yours, you'll get some of mine, and we all like grow. And then I've also seen people be doing it with summits. We're running a summit, we're going to start promoing it next week. So if you guys want to see how people are using to grow summits, you can watch my team do it. We're going to be running one that's all mastermind members that we're launching next week. So I'm seeing that work like really well. And then ads, what else are you guys seeing work? Those are the main things that I'm seeing is like bundles, summits, um, TikTok reels. I still think YouTube and Google are good. They just take longer, right? And so just so everybody knows, because people are like, you told her, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Just so everybody knows, she told me she needs to make money ASAP, right? So if somebody tells me they're going to need to make money ASAP, a blog on Google, I know that takes a long time. That's why I'm saying like, let's find a different way. It's not that that doesn't work. It's just that we don't have time for that right now. That's all. So you want to look at like, if we have to make money ASAP, we got to figure out what's going to get customers fast, right? And putting together an event might be a way for you to meet some new people, right? Even if you guys just did a freebie swap with one person, right? Instead of doing a bundle where like we do with like 50 people, you just find somebody and you're like, hey, like I'll promote your free thing in my newsletter. If you promote, you switch. I can never Mm -hmm. say it right, right? It's like, I'll promote your freebie if you promote mine. And then they email out your free thing. Your free thing better be good though, (laughs) y'all. If you do this, it's not going to work, right? So you send out your, they send out your free thing and you get some of their subscribers and then they get some of yours. You guys can do that kind of stuff. I'm definitely seeing that work very well. That's one of my favorite ways to grow a list, right? One of the girls in the mastermind does that. She sends it out, I think every Friday, her list knows they're going to get a free, a new free thing. And she find goes and finds people to, and they send out her thing every week. Her thing is going, her freebie is going out to a different email list every week. It's amazing. Right. And then she does that. And then she runs her launch, I think once a quarter. So, but it starts with me building a list, right? Like I think that's the first thing I probably should do. Yeah. I think you got to think about how did you get your other customers? Um, a lot of them through referral. So the first thing I would do is like email your, your people, mm-hmm. everybody, you know, and tell them I have spots opening up. If anybody knows anybody like, okay. Right. So that's the first thing I would do. And then the other thing I would do is I would email any past clients or anybody you think might be a good client. I would email them a very specific pitch. And I I'm always like, I will make it hard to say no to me when I want something. Right. So I would be like, if I needed cash, I would email all of my best clients and I would give them an offer that is like, really good for them and I would be like and if you pay if you book this and you pay in full um you're gonna get this amazing bonus if you buy it this week right okay. if you sign up um I have two spots open right and you're gonna get whatever like whatever you want to give them an extra extra content extra calls with you extra boxer access to you I don't know planning party whatever you want to do with them. You said you wanted to do an intensive, right? And it's like, if you book three months of services, I'm going to give you a free VIP, mm-hmm. uh, mini VIP day, or maybe it's a half a day or something, okay. right? I, and I would like put together a pitch that's like, like if they need help with social media, it's going to be damn hard for you to say no to me. Like I'm going to give you a really good offer, right? And charge them. I mean, don't give it away for free, like charge them a good amount, but make it like such a good value where it's like, damn, right. 
you guys can do off pitches like this where it's like if I needed clients I would be like I guarantee I will get you this many subscribers and if not like I'll just give you your money back right it's like stuff like that it's like very hard for people to say no to stuff like that so Mm -hmm. you don't have to do that but just put your brain to work about like what would be an offer where it's like if they have the money and they need a social media person they're gonna give me that money they're not gonna say no right? The only reason they're saying no to this pitch is like, they either don't have the cash or they don't really want a social media person. But I'm like, if they have the cash and they need help with their media, they're giving me their money. Like that's how good my offer is going to be. So think about something like that, right? Where it's like, I'm going to give you bonus. I'll write your email bonus, like bonus or something or whatever you think they would want. And I would send them a, I would send them like personal pitches. That's the first thing I would do. I think that's like the the fastest way to money for you is like filling those spots, right? And networking and anybody on here, you guys can do that if you have services like this, because you have valuable services. We just have to get you in front of enough people. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's actually really helpful. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a hustle. You got some hustler in you, right? It's like, come on. <laughs> you know how to get clients. You had two of them. Clients don't fall in your lap. We all know that. <laughs> they don't like just show up it's like you went and got them somehow right so tell people hey you need to work with me get those clients and then I would think about how you want to get in front of more people okay but you have lots of skills you can make money you can make this happen okay Rashonda, what you got couldn't find my mute button yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start. Okay. Just vomit it all out on me. I'll get you. <laughs> so basically I've been, I call it, I've been kind of shut down for the last, it's going on like a month and a half, almost two months. Okay. So the thing that came out of it though, is that I realized, so before I was spending like probably like maybe 10 hours a week, 10, 15 hours a week on my business. Mm-hmm. Now it's like everything I have in me just to get out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I haven't really been doing a lot on my business, yeah. but I've been kind of forcing myself to do what I consider my non-negotiables, Okay, which made me realize that the tasks that I've been doing that are actually making me the little bit of money I'm making take me like an hour a week. And the rest of it was just like, (laughs) I feel like I should be doing TikTok. I feel like I should be this. I feel like I should be doing that. And so I feel like that's what the lesson was supposed to be. But it's like, okay, I got the lesson. Can we get out of this funk now? (laughs) So it's like, so I guess where I need help is to kind of self-coach myself out uh, like there's obviously I'm there's a piece missing something's still missing but I'm not sure how to kind of figure out what that is because so I think part of it's seasonal mm-hmm. and like today the sun's actually shining for the first time in a week but it's 40 it's been degrees a brutal winter for a lot of people it's bad but normally like I get seasonal depression but not for two months I mean this is just therapist uh, no. Can you, you might want to think about talking to somebody like if it's going on like that, 
right? It might be time to like consider some other options. Yeah, I don't, because it's like, I don't really think it's situational. I don't think it's, I think it's partially seasonal, but it kind of all happened like overnight. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking like, what were my thoughts previous to where that switch happened? And my thought at the time was, I want to make enough money in my business so I can get away from having a day job. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, okay, and then I would do what? And my thought, what I want at the time, what my thought was, if I didn't have my day job, I could work on my business 24-7 and make myself totally miserable. And then it was like a a switch just flipped and overnight, it's like, I'm done. I give up. I'm, I'm done. So I... Well, maybe like we I need to work on the business in a more sustainable way, right? So, you yeah, know, so- I think there's a lot of thought error about time that we have with the business where it's like, if I could work on the business 24-7, my business would grow faster. Like most of you guys have this thought error that is like, if I could work more hours, and I could, it's kind of like what we were talking about with employee mindset, right? It's like, if I could just work more frigging hours, if I could just work harder, if I had more time... I would be able to make more money and grow faster, but you guys don't like get paid in proportion to time. You get paid in proportion to like value you create, right? Which doesn't always take you guys tons and tons of time. And if you guys are doing low value tasks and just doing busy work, you're not actually creating value. A lot of the time you guys are spending is spending like over consuming, researching, watching YouTube stuff, watching courses, like that kind of, it feels like we're working very hard, but it, those tasks don't necessarily produce money. Well, no. And that's what I kind of learned from all of this because I'm forcing myself to do like, up the, like I'm still doing my sales every month, but I'm just copy and paste in the emails. Um, not updating my sales page. And the reality is if I spend two hours updating my sales page, am I going to make more sales? Probably not, because I don't really know anything different than I knew a month ago when I updated my sales. Well, what do you think you need to do to make more sales then? Um, I think what I need to work on is an irresistible offer in the marketing, but I think I have to get to a point where I feel like I have an irresistible offer that I can stand behind. But because before I was trying to do 50 million different things that I felt like I needed to do, I didn't have time to do this. Well, I like this. We've got the little bit of like back burner business happening. Like things are like, you're kind of keeping everything afloat. So maybe you can take some of this other time and like, think about what your next offer is going to be. Right. I think your other offers, like Rashonda has been in my program for a little bit just so you guys know but I think with your other offers like they were great like we had to put you put something out and it was like kind of your first couple things but now that you've been marketing it and you've been in the game longer it's like maybe that's not exactly what I would make right and so it might be time to think about okay those were like good and we like them you can still have them and sell them but it might be time what well, something else. I think what I want to do is build off of my original course that I made And so my plan has been to kind of bulk it up and get it to where I can sell it for $97. Yeah. But I, so far, I haven't been able to make myself like get motivated to do that stuff. Mental health stuff first, right? Because that's like the, the foundation part. 
Yeah, that's right. But you so guys the, have, you guys have to understand there's a difference between like when you're unwell in like life and body. Like we're all gonna have times where I mean, I'm always the first to tell you, I'm like, life is not fair and it is not easy all the time, right? <laughs> I'm like, right. And like sometimes we go through tough seasons where we're not able to produce right? And that's a very human experience. It's very normal for entrepreneurs. Just so you guys know, every entrepreneur I know has gone through that. And so it's like, we got to get that part fixed first to where you feel good enough to be able to do the things you want to do in your business. Well, and I think this is the first time since I've started that I don't feel like I have to do all the things because the reality is I spend like 10 minutes a day. It doesn't take long to copy and paste a sales email I've already sent out before. As Rashonda hooked you up. She did a bunch of work for you. Now you can like, this is what I'm saying is like you guys build assets in your business and then you can leverage them. And that's why I don't want, I don't necessarily want all of you guys creating, creating, creating new stuff all the time. It's like, there's lots of season of business. A lot of you guys will go in where it's like, you need to be posting a lot. You need to be creating a lot. You need to be trying a lot of stuff, but there's a point where it's like, you turn around and you're like, oh, I have all these assets. Like I don't actually have to make something new all the time. I can leverage what past me has created, right? So you might be getting a little bit of leverage that way and kind of entering that season of business where you're like a little more seasoned now. We've got a little more assets we can use now. Yeah, I'm starting to, and now I'm thinking more of, I want to limit myself to like four hours a week. Yeah, I like, I think this makes your guys' work better. This is interesting to me is like a lot of you guys, if you cut your hours in half, I think your work would actually be better because you would have less time to screw around and be confused. And I'm not saying you were doing that, but this is what I see a lot is like people, when they get more time, they give themselves more time. And they're not actually producing more value. They're just spending more time indulging and not knowing what to do and being confused. And like, yeah. this is just human brain stuff. When you don't have time, you don't have time to mess around. You have to sit down and just produce. And that's a really good place to take your brain, right? And it's like, you have to be able to produce at a high level when you only have four hours a week to run the business. It's like, oh shit, I don't actually have time to be confused. <laughs> yeah, so I'm now strange. I'm looking more at like, Okay, if I want to do a YouTube video that this week, that's fine. But how's it going to fit into beefing up my course and making it a $97 course? Because a lot of the material is the same. It's just yeah. how I use it. And like what message I'm trying to get across with it or what the what the goal is for that specific piece of content. Yeah. I think you can figure that out though. And it might be like, it might be like, maybe we make the course and then we do the YouTube channel after you do the course instead of doing them both at the same time. Well, I was kind of using YouTube to nurture, oh, so okay. that so it, which like it true. served a purpose because I needed to get past this. Or maybe I while you're making the course, video. you just send out old videos to nurture if you have stuff that you can reuse. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I have like maybe 20... 25 YouTube videos. Yeah. So maybe like if they haven't seen them, if they haven't been emailed out in a while, this is something you guys can do. If you're trying to get time to make a course and you're just like, oh, I need to like make a product, but then I don't have time to do all this other shit. You can go back and just resend your old emails and resend old videos and just send them out again. People consume so much stuff. First of all, they don't remember. And then second of all, like, you know, a great open rate we were just talking about in the mastermind is like, 
30%. So that means 70% of your list didn't even see it last time anyway. So that's a good little hack for you guys is like, you can always go back and recycle. So maybe instead of doing one a week, you're doing like, maybe just do a new one every other week or something. And then that would free up that space a little bit. Yeah, because before I was like, okay, I made a commitment to do one a week. If I don't do one a week, something bad's <laughs> going to happen. It's like nothing bad happened. <laughs> I'll make myself send out my emails and update my sales page and I'll make the same this amount of money. This is a big entrepreneur mindset shift, I think, for you. This is like but, thinking, starting to think like a boss, right? Unless like an employee. So here's like a, a leverage. Here's a funny story. When I was in here the first time, there was yeah. a call with you and Annie and you guys were talking about being woo. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? What is this? Like <laughs> reading your horoscope? Like I just don't make any, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. So now it's like, like I live in, but die by my to-do list. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't <laughs> even know this talking crazy nonsense. So now this is going on and I'm like, okay, it's happening for a reason. There's a lesson here. I better get the lesson or I might smack upside the head again. <laughs> There is a lesson though. That's not the lesson was if I work an hour a week, I'm going to make the same amount of money as what I was making working 15 hours a week. Yeah. You're like, so why would I work 15 hours a week? (laughs) Yeah. Let me do different tasks. I like it. I think you're on the right path. Look, I want you to focus on getting your mental health back up first. And then I want you to focus on getting this course just start doing the course a little bit and break it into little chunks. A lot of times you guys break, I don't know if you're doing this, but a lot of times you guys break projects into huge chunks. Just for everybody listening, here's a hack. Don't put on your calendar, like update course. You put on your calendar, like redo, uh, make slides for module one. Okay. Cause when you guys put stuff on there, like, like work on course, it's like your brain doesn't know what that means and it's overwhelming and it makes you want to do nothing. Right. So just pick and don't do, don't do a thousand hours. Right. You just pick like two things you're going to do this week to add to the course. That's it. Easy things, little things. Right. And do that and just do that every week until your course is where you want it to be. Yeah. I think I need to stretch out my timelines a little bit instead of being like, okay, by the next month, I'm going to have this all done. And I think I just need to take time and however long it takes, that's how long we do that on my team. Cause I struggle with clinical depression and I have really bad seasonal depression. So we just know like December, end of December, January, probably into February, like faith is not going to be thriving. And it's like, <laughs> that's okay. It's just like, that's not maybe the time I'm going to make like the biggest moves. And that's not the time I'm going to record all the content and like do all of the things, right? It's like, I'm going to coach you guys. I'm going to show up and do my things, but it's like, it is a quieter season, right? And so I just work seasonally because I'm in a human body and my human body sometimes is able to produce at a high level and certain times of the year, it's not. And it's, that's going to be true for all of you guys are going to have that experience. Even if you don't have depression, like I'm always like life is going to life right? And it will throw you a curveball and knock you down sometimes. And sometimes it makes you unable to produce at the same level. And that's okay. It's really very normal. So I just want you to be compassionate with yourself about the spunk that you're in, right? And take care of your mental health. And then just focus on doing little pieces on that course without adding more hours, just in the hours you're already working. How do I get a little bit of the course done? One little tiny thing at a time. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for checking in and then come back and let me know how you are. Okay.
Are you still okay. in the mastermind? You are, aren't you? Yeah. I'm okay. in there for the whole year. Okay. Come back and let me know how you are in a week or All two. Right. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Julia. Okay. I'm unmuted. I have, hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here. What can I help you with? Um, I have two things. So um, our company is an end of life education company. My boss uh, who I work for, uh, she's a um, American hospice pioneer. She created a little blue book that hospices give to to families to understand signs of approaching death. She has um, a large email list, you know, over 35,000. That's large to me. I don't, I don't know other people. And um, so we have this website and I want to do Facebook ads. And I was reading that your your opening page on your uh, website needs to actually be a funnel. And this fella told me, I look at your website and I don't know where to go. And I don't know what I'm supposed, I don't know what that means. And I don't know how to make a funnel. Um, Let's just talk about this. So the, the funnel, so don't like worry about the terms, you guys. The funnel stuff is just like funnels that, usually just mean like a series of emails that take people through like a client journey. So think about it like this, like, like, so I think of, I teach it like this in the mastermind, it's like a client journey. So it's like, they can't do anything with you if they don't find you. Right. So the first step is they have to know you exist. So how do they find you? How do they find your website? Where are they coming from? Um, well, uh, social media, particularly uh, Instagram and Pinterest. And they're also finding um, through Google search uh, because the little blue book is kind of iconic. Okay. Um, So they'll punch in little blue book or hospice and she comes up. Okay. So they're going to come from social media. Yeah. And Google. Yeah. the first part of your funnel okay really so we're looking at it like this right okay the reason it's it's shaped like a funnel I don't know if you guys can see I could yeah I hate the glare on this board I gotta get the paper one again but it's shaped like a funnel right and at the top it's social media and google this is the the widest part right and then the most narrow part is going to be customers right? So each step you take people down, you're going to lose some people, right? So for me, people usually find me, I don't know, how did you guys find me? Put it in the chat. I have no idea. People find me at events. People find me in bundles. I speak a lot. Like people find me on the internet around from like, I don't know, internet friends. (laughs) And then usually you guys come to a call like this, right? So then the next step for me would be like a call like this, some kind of free coaching scenario or I do a lot of free uh big live events they come to a free live event right maybe they subscribe to the podcast but each each step I'm like losing some people and then eventually people get down here and they join my mastermind that's my funnel like it's just a journey that they're going on so they start here at google where do they end up in this funnel what's the goal where do you want them to be at the end 
purchasing resources to help families have a more sacred dying experience. Okay. So they're purchasing, you're going And they're cheap. They're really cheap resources, three bucks. Okay. So, but this is what we want. So you've got the top and the bottom. So now it's like, when they find you on social media, when they find you at Google, how do we get them to do this, right? Usually there'll be some like steps in here. So what I would probably do if they're cheap, I would, I would have them opt in for a free thing to get on your email list. Do you have that? Yes. Okay. So then I have two things. Tell me this. Is it better to ask them to sign up for the newsletter or is it better to ask them to sign up for the 10, 10 things everyone needs to know about end of life? Yeah. Give them that. They don't want a newsletter. Like all of us want less email. (laughs) Okay, great. You can put both of them on the website if you want. And you can even test it and see if I'm wrong. Y'all don't even have to take my word for this kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Put put it up for one month with the newsletter and see how many people opt in, right? And then change it and put it to the other one. This is how you guys, people ask me this all the time. They'll be like, this is great. I'm glad you said that. Everybody listen. Anybody that's like, oh, should I do like this free thing or this one? Or what would be better? And we spent all this time thinking about it. I'm like, you don't figure things out by thinking about which one is better. You figure it out by picking one and testing it. And then the data will tell you which one they like more. It'll be like 100 people went to the page and the this percentage of them opted in. You guys can pull that data off your website. So they're going to come from social media and Google. And then the next thing they do is they get your free, what did you say? Free 10 step guide? Yes. Okay. Now, after they get the free 10 step guide, they're going to get emails from you, right? Correct. Okay. So then they're going to get emails. Now, the emails, we want to start sending them emails that are going to get them to do this. This is our goal is to get them to purchase, right? Okay. They found us on Google. They went to our website. They opted in for the free thing, Right. They signed up for your emails and then it's shaped like a funnel because every step down here, some people are going to drop off because not everybody that goes to your website is going to get this, right? Like not every person that goes to your website is going to sign up for this. So some of them are going to drop off and that's why it's shaped like a funnel. You see what I'm saying? So it's like a step, you have less people. Yeah. (laughs) And all all of you guys should write this down. Like, because you want to know exactly where are my people coming from and then where am I taking them and how am I getting them there? And then it's like each step, right? So for me, it's like when they come to the website, we're going to send them to the podcast and then we're going to send them to the email and then we're going to send them to the master. And we're just driving them through those steps. And I know each way they're going to drop off, but the more clear I am about what I'm trying to get them to do in each step, the better I'm going to be at it, right? Because I'm going to be very clear about, you need to go sign up for the emails. And now I need to send them emails that are going to get them to do this. Right. And you can make this, this can be as complicated or as simple, right. As you make it right now, I think you already have a funnel. It's just very simple. We might need, you might want to look at like, is it working? Like how many people are coming to the website? This is how I would evaluate if it's working. Right? Okay. Maybe you already did this. You would look at like how many people are going to your website and then how many are opting in. And then it's like, once they opt in, how many people are reading those emails, right? Okay, and I would, yeah. I would probably make, to optimize this too, I would make a welcome funnel of, of like, if you guys have been sending, you guys send like weekly emails or you send emails often? 
she every week will write a blog about something like a scary face that a you know a woman wrote in mom had a scary okay. face what did this mean and then at the end um i will tag a particular resource that she has um so what i would do is i would go back through your guys's past emails and i would pull like your greatest hits like you're like okay. you're like these are the best emails or like if you send sometimes you guys ever write like a banger where you're like that was a really yes good. but not That's every week great. right but other once in a while you write something you're like that was actually yeah, really like good. three or you write something and you're like this sucks and then you get all these emails and you're like oh i guess they really liked that one and you're like i thought that was the dumbest thing ever but everybody loved it okay well you guys take those you guys can make those in your welcome funnel. So I would literally take them and I would schedule it out to where they're going to go every day. And I would tell them in the first one, like, look, like, um, here's your guide to 10 steps to blah, blah, blah. Um, we're going to be sending you, we help people with this stuff all the time. Right. So the vibe that I like to give is like, Hey, like, I know you guys have hired a lot of business coaches and gotten a lot of help, but I can help you. I help people with this stuff all the time. It doesn't matter what you're struggling with. You come to the call and I will help you. Right. And you can give them the vibe of like, like we help people with this stuff day in, day out. Like the vibe is like, we are experts. We got you. Right. I know this is hard. And over the next, you know, week or whatever, however long your funnel is, we're going to send you free resources every day for the next week. And we're going to send you some really affordable options of things of things you can purchase that our clients really find helpful at this. That's brilliant. That's because these people are in crisis. And then, yeah. And then tell them in the emails, like send them, I would send them emails with free things. And if your things are like three bucks, I would, you're, just sell them the thing. You don't need to be doing live training and all this stuff. I would just sell them in the email, but you need to directly tell them like this guide is, is we've priced it affordably, but our patients love it. And we made it because we kept seeing people struggling with this, this, and this. And if you feel like this, this is going to help you. Like, we know you're struggling. We we're putting to get, we're here to support you. Um, here's the resource. So you really want to directly tell them to buy. So the other thing about client journey and funnel, you guys, is you have to directly tell them what you want. So you tell them if you want them to subscribe to your podcast, some of you guys have podcasts in here or Facebook groups, you tell them, go subscribe to the podcast. (laughs) Like you have to tell them what you want them to do. A lot of you guys will like just put links and I always, we always have this joke in the mastermind. That's like, I have this thing you can buy. Okay. If you want it. Okay. Bye. Like I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. Or like, I have a podcast. If you want to listen to it, if not, it's fine. Okay. Bye. Don't do that. (laughs) You write an email about why your podcast is awesome. Right. Or you tell them, Hey, we have this $3 guide. It has over 50 years of expertise in 10 pages. Yeah. Right. You tell them like, don't, don't just be like, here's a link for the guide. If you want it, we don't want to be too salesy. You tell them, Hey, like, this is why it's great. Right. And you can put it right in your welcome funnel. So then every person that signs up for this free guide on your website is going to, you know, they're going to get pitched your paid resources in that welcome funnel. Right. I would make it a mix of like free resources and paid resources that they, in that welcome funnel. And then it's like, then it's like, okay, we just got to get more people in that welcome funnel because we know they're going to get pitched our product. They're going to learn about our resources. They're going to get awesome free stuff. Let's drive as many people into this series of emails as possible, right? And then that's how you can get more of them here. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Is that one email when they sign in? No, I would make it a series. I would probably make, I'm an emailer. If y'all are on my list, y'all are going to get a bunch of emails. I just actually drafted the next emails you guys are going to get for a month and they're amazing. They're like so good because we're going to be opening the masterminds. So you guys are going to get like sneak peek mastermind stuff, which is like so cool. But like, I, I would probably send them 10 emails if it were me. <laughs> okay. I would email them like all the time, right? And if it were me too, I would also think about, could you put all your resources together into a bundle, right? So we have a bundle. Yeah. So I would do, I would probably. Oh God. <laughs> I know. I know. But you need but, to tell them, you need to tell, don't tell them like, oh God, it's $13. Like you gotta, you guys, whatever you guys think about sales, it like comes out like BO in your marketing. So you gotta be, you need to sell yourself on why you could sell that sucker for 500 bucks. So this is what I do before I, because I have the same troll thoughts all of you guys have, right? It's like, I'm not good at this. Nobody likes me. Like we all, I'm going to bother everybody. Nobody wants to buy for me. I have the same thoughts we all do. We all have human brains, right? They're just human brain thoughts. That's it. Right. And what I do before I sell the mastermind is I journal every day on how I could sell that sucker for $10,000. I'm like, I could sell this. I could close the membership and I could get 10 people in here and charge each of them $10,000. And this is why it's worth more than that. It would still be a good deal for them at 10K. Right. And I sell myself on why it's so valuable. And then when I go to pitch it for $97 a month, I'm like, hello, like, this is amazing. Like you guys are freaking welcome. Look at what my team and I have made. It is amazing. Uh Right. And the energy is different than if I'm like pitching and I'm like, it's $97. It's a lot of money. So you need to be like, Hey, like this is a 97, this bundle is worth $97, but we are, we are a mission driven organization and we are offering it to you for $13. It is our life's work. It is our years of research. It is an amazing resource and you can get it right now for $13, right? I would probably, you could even offer it on sale in the funnel. You could have it on your website for like 20 bucks or something and be like, you could have it for 13 if you buy in the funnel. Like, I don't know, something like that. You don't necessarily have to do the timeline driven stuff as much with your people because they're just in so much pain. They probably don't care, right? They're just like, yeah, take my money. You're going to help me with this. Like you can have, like, if I'm going through that and somebody has something they can help me, I'm basically like just throwing my wallet at them at that point. Like they don't care, right? So you don't have to do as much of the, the, like the timeline marketing as much as we, as like sales and that kind of stuff, as much as just telling them, this is a, this is a resource that is worth $97. It is worth 197. This is why, right. But you, but we want to help you. You can get it for $13 and you've just got to show people that, that it's worth the value. A lot of times people underprice their stuff, right. And you guys think that will make people want to buy it. You're like, oh, we're just going to give it to them for $13. They're all going to want to buy it. But they don't because they don't know it's a good deal because you never told them. You never explained to them like, this is why it's valuable. This is how it's going to help you, right? So it takes the same amount of marketing to sell a $13 thing as a $13,000 thing. I know that sounds insane, 
but you still have to explain to people exactly how it's going to help them, even though it's only $13 and explain to them exactly why it's worth the money and why it's worth their time and why it's worth, they don't have a lot of energy right now. They're probably, they're like grieving and stuff. Right. So it's like, this is, I know you don't have a lot of energy, but it is important that you get support in this time. This is why, and if you don't explain any of that to them, the, the price tag doesn't create desire. Like people don't want things just because they're cheap right? They don't want them just because they're $13. They want something because they want to feel better. So you got to really explain to them in those emails about how that $13 bundle is going to make them feel better. And I would just sell them the whole bundle instead of the $3 thing if I were you. Okay. I can, I ask you one more question. Of course. So, you know, I've listened to your podcast, many episodes, and I've heard you on other podcasts. I think that's how I found you. And so my thing is, I don't know how to best pitch for podcasts that are not death and dying podcasts. Like what she says, I mean, her experience and and how working for her, I feel like I'm more alive than I've ever been. Um, She has so much to say, and there's so much value. And I I know you probably read um, podcast pitches every day, Mm. 15 of them. Yeah, they suck. They're like, they're they're like just template. We don't even reply to them. We just throw them out because they're just like templates that they're sending to like hundreds of podcasts right? A lot of people just hire agencies, but what will make you stand out if you guys want to pitch up yourself or someone else to be on podcast, yeah. Yeah. right? Like think about this person's, if they have a podcast, they have a business usually. It's usually for marketing for something, right? And think about the result that they're trying to get for their people. And then you pitch, I can help your people do these things, right? So you're offering to come help their audience with something, to solve okay. a problem for them and then write an individual pitch. Do not send a copy paste template. I always do, but I think it's the words death and dying or grief. And people are like, Ooh, Ooh. Think ooh. about what their audience would want. So think about like the things, the things that you guys embody and the way you think about life. Right. And how, and then think about their audience, like their age and their demographic and what their yeah. pro- like problems and pain points are. And then write a pitch that's like, your people are struggling with these things. We can teach them our three principles to blah, 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 or whatever. Sometimes I'll just make stuff up. I'll pitch. I'll be like, I'm going to come teach your audience the three principles to, I don't know, whatever. And then I'll like get a reply. I'll be like, oh, I guess I have to make a (laughs) thing about this now. (laughs) But when you talk about this stuff all the time, you guys teach it, like you can teach it like nothing like that, right? So you just think about, think about the problem their audience has, right? If they have, I don't know, like I was just talking to a friend of mine, she's a podcast about ADHD. So if you were thinking about ADHD, right, you wouldn't necessarily talk about death and dying, but you might talk about, I don't know, you would talk about like reframes, maybe like mental reframes um, we use in hospice that can help you cope with everyday life or that's not a very good one, but you get what I'm saying? Like you would think about how could, what could we teach those people? 
right? If you're wanting to get in front of like different people, it also might be finding someone, maybe that's not death and dying, but maybe they're death and dying adjacent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kind of in healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that really helps me. Um, Gosh, I feel like I've gotten so much. Okay, and I good. really appreciate you helping me with the funnel thing. And the marketing the- lingo is just lingo, you guys. It's just like lingo bingo. It's not anything. Like the it's all it's just whatever. It's just like you got to take them from here to here. That's all. So it's just like, how do I get them to find the website? And then once they're on the website, how are we gonna get them into those these emails and make them a customer? That's all. That's all it is, really. Right. Yeah. And if I were to, to send something to like a hospice agency that doesn't use the booklets, would I go to the very top? Would I go, do you know? How would you know how to do it? Yeah. How would I know? Um, Would it be the educators or the marketers or? I'm stumped on that. I let your brain thinks there's a right and wrong way to do this. What if there's not? Okay. There's not a right and wrong way to do it. Yeah. It's just trying things and being confused. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our yeah. brains do this. You guys see her brain her brain's like, wait, let's be very confused about this. <laughs> this is what human brains do. It's like, wait, you don't know how to do that. There's no, I mean, there's no right or wrong way to try to get those resources out to people. There's just, you're just going to have to try. You might, I don't know, try everybody in the building. Who cares? (laughs) Right. Try the education office and the director and their their assistant and like, whatever. I love it. I love it. Don't let your brain be confused about this. Right. I know this is like a little bit out. You guys are learning a lot of marketing stuff and it can feel very like, well, don't just, just remember like you are people that know what you're doing. You solve way bigger problems than this all the time, right? Don't let your brain go to a place of like, we're very confused and like, who do we contact? And like, what do we do next? It's like, we just keep doing things and we figure out what works. If you contact a couple hundred people, you'll probably start figuring out who the better person is to contact, right? You're right. You'll probably get a little better at it. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you're going to help a lot of people. I'm excited. Let me know how it goes. I'm I doing will. a whole live marketing event. I'm making it now. We're going to start promoting it, but it'll be in April. So you should come to that. It's going to be five days and it's free. So I would love to see you if you want help with marketing ideas. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Miss Christy, what you got? I'm going to do Christy. I'll do Amy. Okay. Um, that's what I got. Okay. <laughs> I got, uh, I got, uh, everything that I've been carrying since the last time I saw you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Um, no, uh, money fears. Cause you know, um, I have hired, um, two VAs that are doing super awesome work for me. Mm-hmm. And my youngest is also wanting to be a VA, get hired by me next month and um because they're moving out and you know they'll need extra money and stuff so I'm a little um concerned about that because 
like you were saying before, money going out and money not coming in, that makes me a little bit nervous. Um, and the part where you talk to Jasmine about um, you're going to have to do things and not get paid. So I'm kind of trying to like go, I have at this point trying to be like, hey, I got to spend money to make money. You know, I can't do all those things anyway, you know, so whatever. Anyway, um, I got you. Have, are you looking at your actual numbers, your books? You guys need to look at your profit and loss sheet every month. Yeah, it's like I know y'all hate doing it, but look, you got to know this much went out, this much came in. Even if it's in the negative, you want to know. Okay. Okay. So you need to know. I can do that. And then you want to make so you can like let your brain freak out and have your little meltdowns, but at a certain point, you like put on your little CEO hat and you look at the data as a businesswoman and you look at like how much is going out and how much is coming in. Right. And the reality in business is like, we're all kind of making risks all the time. Like none of this shit's guaranteed. Right. Mm -hmm. So I like, if I want to invest in Facebook ads, I have to evaluate how much do I think is going to come? How much do I think is going to go out? But how much do I think we will get back? Sometimes I'm right about that. And sometimes I'm not. (laughs) So my policy is like, I don't, I, I do take risks, but I don't take risks that my business can't withstand. So I never put the health of my business at risk. So that's what you need to look at is like, and, and, and I also try to have, you know, this stuff depends as you go. Right. But eventually you guys want to have three to six months of expenses in the business account. Right. Which is for us, a significant amount of money. It took me a minute to save. I'm not even, don't even have as much as I want, but it costs $13,000 a month to run my business. So when we're talking about having six months, that's like a chunk of money, right? Yeah. And then that that money allows me to take more risk because I know the business can withstand bigger hits and bigger risk because I have the money to support those decisions. So you want to think about, right? Like look at what is going, I don't know what is going out, what is coming in, but you want to look at your books not let your, you can deal with your coach, your emotional stuff and let all that stuff come up in your coaching and stuff and your Mm self-coaching. But then like, as a businesswoman, you just look at the numbers um, and see what they are telling you. Right. And not spending more money does not always accelerate results. So this was something like people can get people in trouble with business with, I've, I've done it with coaching programs. I was like, if I spend all this money on like fancy masterminds, yeah. it's going to make us grow so fast. Yeah. Uh, it didn't. <laughs> right. A lot of times when we're like, oh, if I make these big moves and it's really outside my comfort zone, it's going to get us results faster. Sometimes, but not yeah. always. Right. So you've got to look at like, can I withstand the hit if that does not happen? Does that make sense? Yeah. What's coming yeah. up for you when I'm saying that about the numbers? We can talk so, about that. Um, well, stuff that, <laughs> that the numbers are probably going to be, they're going to be pretty much in the negative, you know, because, right. because the, um, I mean, I had a lot of money, you know, and then I, I started hiring, you know, VAs and stuff and investing in that. And now it's, you know, it's dwindling and I've had some, the way that my business is staying afloat is by ad revenue. 
for my, mm -hmm. from my other blog. Mm -hmm. So I am using it for that. And it, I'm going to have some really good months. I think I, I had a really high month in February and it's only going to get better for the next few months. So that's going to keep me afloat for a while, you know? So if you have the money and it's not that big of a risk and you have some money coming in and you want to reinvest it in VAs, yeah, you can do that's that, do. but you've got to yeah. manage your brain about that. If you're going to yeah. make that decision, what you don't want to do is make that decision of like, I have this money, I'm going to reinvest it and I'm going to be freaked out about it the whole time. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to tell myself that there's too much money going out. And it's like, no, no, as a businesswoman, we made the decision. We have a chunk coming in and we want to reinvest it to get the business up where we want. And we want to test some things and see if that gets us results. See if these VAs can get us results, right? So you've just got to have your own back. If you make that decision, it is also a decision to manage your thoughts about that money going out. All you right. don't get to like sit around and be freaked out, right? You've got to like get your brain on board with like, I have money and I, this is my thought. It's like, I have money and I want to spend it on this, <laughs> right? My friend's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> definitely hoard it all. <laughs> well, we should definitely keep it. <laughs> the, the fun thing about having my business is that my husband said, hey, you know, uh, I don't care if you spend all your money you know, and reinvest it all We're in your very, business. We have a lot of risk we can take, right? Right. I can, you know, but I guess probably I'm a little freaked out because I haven't done a launch in, you know, this, you know, this but quarter. That's what and, I was talking to you about the beginning. Yeah. You, made, you like made the decision to not launch yes. and now you're giving yourself a bunch of shit about not launching. Yeah. Yeah. It's you just know, like, it's that's like a lose. You put yourself in a lose, lose. Okay. So all it's right. like, where, where are you winning in your business right now? So right now I am in, um, I did three videos for three different summits that are all actually going to happen at the same time. So my list is going to probably explode right here in a minute. And you're going to go in and do a launch. Yeah. You're going to do a launch after that, right? Yeah. I'll do a launch after that. And, um, so that'll be, so you got to tell your cool. brain the truth about the state of your business. Right. And the truth is like, there's not too much money going out. You made a decision to hire the VAs and you knew you had money to cover it. You made that decision as a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. You were like, I have ad revenue money coming in. I, this is a good time of year for me. I want yeah. people to help me with my business. And you made that decision as a businesswoman. So now, now it's like the decision-making module and the mastermind rewatch that. Okay. Right. But it's like, it's like, the the decision making module for you guys that aren't in the mastermind is like after you make the decision you make the decision fast you don't spend time on the front end like thinking 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 about the decision you decide and then you spend the energy on the back end of the decision thinking about why you love it but you made the decision to hire the va and now you're spending time thinking about like maybe that wasn't a good idea well, i mean it was fine <laughs> until my until my youngest was like hey you know well, like, we have to tell youngest, like, you need, they need to go get their own thing. Like, I don't oh, know. They, like, you might will. not have room. Well, I mean, I need her, though. I mean, I need them. Well, you need to make the money then to pay for her. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, I only have to sell four to afford. That is a much better thought. Maybe seven like or eight you know, in a month. Yes, yes. This is what I want you guys to see. Everybody listen to me. The, it is much better place to spend time in your brain being like, I only need to sell four. What would I need to say or do to do that? 
What else could we try? What is something different we could do? That is a useful place in your brain to be. Okay. A non-useful place to be in your brain is like, I shouldn't have done that. I don't know. We're spending a lot of money. Like that just leads to like fear, right? Fear and uncertainty for Christy for no reason, right? Because she just told me she can literally spend every dollar she makes and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't, this is like all for funsies, it sounds like. Yeah, it's, right? it's all the tax right bracket now. thing, you know? Yeah. So just so you guys know, if if we would be having a different conversation, if she was like, I have three kids and rent is due, we would not be happy. We would not be like, yeah, whatever. Like, just so everybody, I don't want anybody coming here being like, Faith sat on a call. You told Christy to spend all her money. (laughs) Okay. Look, So. so, so spend your brain in a useful place. Look, your brain is so brilliant. It's like, we've just got to redirect it somewhere useful. And somewhere useful is like, you know how to sell eight of those products because you've already done it before. You've sold eight of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know how to sell them. So it's like, okay. And you have more people to sell to than ever before. And the product is better than it's ever been. And you're better at selling it than you've ever been. Right. That's true. You go find all that evidence about how you're going to, you know, you can do it for sure. Right. That's yeah. a useful place for you guys to spend time. Right. There's like, like I'm always yeah. like, there's, there's money-making thoughts and there's broke ass thoughts. We just need to get your brain over on some money-making <laughs> thoughts. That's all. Just hanging out. We've been hanging out in the broke ass. Been hanging out in the broke ass thought department too long. We got to like get it back up They've been my there. friends for so long. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know what, oh, we're really? all good here. And like, and like, listen, you should be feeling like a rich queen. You've got like a business that is like, your husband is supporting and it doesn't, it's just like yeah. a little baby business. You can just nurture it and let it be a little baby and, and, and get VAs to take care of it. And like, yeah. you should yes. just be feeling like you're just like winning, winning, winning. You're just it's, like, I'm just over here winning with my business. Super- my business are just over here winning. That's all we winning. do over here. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. There's yeah. no need for you to be struggling and in turmoil. You got to show your brain because, you know, our brains will, especially with money, right? That stuff triggers all, a lot of us have had times in our life where we did not have enough yeah. money. It was very scary. It was very stressful. And we've got to remember, like, that is not where we are right now. Like, we're over here winning with our baby business, with all the support, right? We got husband mm-hmm. to support us. We got VAs to support us. We got kiddos to support us. We got mastermind mm-hmm. to support us. It's like, you got right. nothing but support and winning over here. That's it. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Is there any other practical things you need with business? Huh? Any other practical things with the business? Oh, everybody hates me. Imposter syndrome. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I mean, I'm feeling better now. You know what I mean though, right? It's just, it happens sometimes. It's just like, oh my gosh, they're so sick of me or whatever, you know? Our brains do this, right? Your brain is just having human brain thoughts. Everybody, you all can put in the chat. Like what's your brain's favorite troll thought? Mine is like, mine is like, have you thought that you're annoying? My brain every day of my fucking life will be like, have you thought today that you're really annoying and nobody actually likes you? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, would you like to see all the evidence we've collected for you? Would you like to review <laughs> all of the reasons we think oh nobody likes you? And you've got to just be like, oh, there's that thought. Just troll yeah. thoughts. They're just troll thoughts, right? right? They're just troll thoughts. Brains have troll thoughts. Okay. We just go up. Oh, there's that thing. Actually, I'm pretty good. Let's just stay over here. Stay in our lane. Right. It's okay that they pop up. It's like normal, but you don't want to like spend a lot of time hanging out with them. That's all. Right. Okay. Right. 
Yeah. I have yeah. a coach that says she's like, they can be in the backseat of the car, but they can't drive the bus. It's like, they can come with us. It's fine. It's not a problem. It's like me and my troll thoughts and my brain thoughts and my humanness <laughs> can all get in the car and go, but I'm not going to make decisions and spend a lot of time thinking about how much I suck and everybody hates me. Well, yeah, because I started feeling, you know, I've been feeling like some, some low level anxiety about it all, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, I'm starting to realize that when I'm feeling that way, that's not really the time to make any decisions. You know, I really shouldn't be making any decisions that way because I, I usually make decisions out of my feelings. You know what I mean? Well, cause we want to feel better. Right. So, right. so all we do is we're like, I feel anxious. I'm going to change my price. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel anxious. I'm going to change my launch strategy. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so all we're doing is like just trying to change our feeling right? But what we talk about in the mastermind, and there's a module in there about feelings, and it's like, just be a little anxious, right? It's very normal. Every single person on earth sometimes going to feel a little anxious sometimes. It's okay. You're like, hey, brain, we're going to do anxious today. Not my favorite, but it's okay, right? And then if, (laughs) but if you're willing to sit with it, you'll stop making those impulsive decisions, right? And this is what we teach in the, I talk about this in the 90 day planning too. Cause I'm like, I, that's just why I tell people to not change their plan all the time. Because most of the time when people are changing their plan, it's not, they think it's like, I'm making this strategic business move, but really all that happens is somebody said something rude about their price and they got freaked out and they felt really weird. And they were like, I'll just lower the price. And then it's like, they're making business decisions to try to make themselves feel better. Or your belief goes down in your business. This is a big one. You guys, who does this? Your belief goes down in your business where you're like, I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to change my offer. I'm going to change my niche. Uh, People do this with niche hopping. You're like, I'm going to sell something else. And then it's like, then you're all excited and your like belief comes back and you're like, this is going to work. <laughs> and it's like, all that happened was yeah. like you just made a decision to change your feeling. And that's yeah. not a good way for you guys to make business decisions. It will end up costing you a lot of time and money because it just keeps you going and you never really get anywhere. Cause it's kind of like, as soon as people get to the mountain where it like starts going up and getting hard, they just go back to flat ground at the beginning. And then they're like, I'm so excited and aligned about my new business. And it's like, no, all that happened was like, you had some thoughts and feelings you needed to manage. And instead of doing that, you made a business decision to change something so you could feel excited again. Right. And it's like, you still haven't actually done the work that's coming up. So it's like, just sit in anxiety and let it, it will pass. That's the thing, especially low level anxiety. We're just like, yeah, curious, hang out with it and it will pass. When we try to avoid it, that's what makes it worse. We're like, don't be anxious, don't be anxious, don't be anxious. I want to be anxious. I want to be anxious. <laughs> right? You're just like, yeah, for sure. Down. So just be a little anxious. You can, it'll be okay. And then, I mean, obviously, if you guys have anxiety issues, like get get help and like get support for yeah. that. Okay. So don't yeah, be confused what I'm saying. Yeah, get on meds for that. Right. I'm on I am. We'll do the med. You can be in the med. Yeah. Love them. Also, I just have one, one extra thing. Yeah. Um, so my workshops have usually, so I'm, I'm in handmade gifts. That's my, that's my yeah. thing. Yeah. So my workshops that I do have been just kind of, you know, crafting workshops, you know what I mean? And stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking lately, I'm like, gosh, you know, I don't know why I never thought of this, but I really need to be like, if I'm create a handmade holiday and handmade gifts, 
I really should be doing things for holidays and my workshop should be like gifts, you know, right? Sure. I think we should try it. Yeah. I think I'm going to, I'm going to go that, that direction because I think that maybe I, sometimes I think the the net is just being cast too wide. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, People are there in my group and on my list because they want, they want ideas for gifts or they want to learn new things, but that's not getting them, you know, to the skinny part of the funnel. Yeah. Yeah. Look at your customer journey, like write out those steps. Right. And it's like, okay, they're going to sign up for the email. They're going to go in the Facebook group. Like, where are we taking them? Yeah. Very I need to take them to my, to my program. Yeah. The bottom so part of everything that, I do all in of there. y'all should have a dollar sign at the bottom of it. <laughs> Otherwise we don't have a business, right? We've got, I don't know what we've got. (laughs) We're just leading people around the internet. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I've been doing that for a long time. Yeah, just test it, right? So so there's lots of things that work in marketing and sales. There's lots of different ways you can do things. And if you guys have an idea for something, the best way to know if it works or not is to test it. Yeah, just see if you like doing it that way. You might do it that way and like be like, well, that was, you know, I've done lots of stuff where I'm like, oh, we're never doing that again. <laughs> I thought that was a great idea, but we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then, and sometimes we do things where I'm like, damn, I wish I would have done that like a year ago. That was real, really smart. Like, what have we been doing? We've been making this so complicated, right? So you just got to test it and then you'll, you'll see if you like it or not. And you'll see if your audience likes it or not. And you'll have some data. And that will help you make better decisions than just trying to think about what to do because we don't have the data to make, to know if it's working or not that way. All right. I'm going to seek out some data. Yeah. Seek out some data. I think that's a good, and you, I feel like, you know, you've been selling this thing for a minute. You're probably starting to get some ideas about what is going to work and what's not. Yeah. I think I still try to sell the airplane, you know, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) you know it's like you're gonna get 20 to... modules and all the workbooks yeah exactly <laughs> well, and I think too it's because I want to know like okay so I'm going to feel that way awesome but what am I going to get you know for the whole thing what's the the value like that so um anyways I'm I'm getting there I'm I'm moving along sales is a skill it really is it takes a lot of practice it takes more practice than most people realize yeah it really does so just yeah. keep practicing. You'll get there. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much, Faith. Yeah. It was great seeing you. Great Amy, seeing can you talk? You. I see your hand up. Oh, Hi. she's on yes. it. She's waiting. So, uh, <laughs> Hi, what can I help you with? So, uh, I do have to watch the time. I've got to pick up my kids from school in about five. Okay, we'll do it fast. Let's power um, coach. Yeah. Um, so I'm an author. Um, I'm actually an expert on aphrodisiac foods and, um, I, I'm an author and, and I used to make my income mostly as an author and a speaker and consulting for like hotels and restaurants and things. And, um, I don't have another book in me right now. Um, and so I, for the past few years, I was like, great, I'll concentrate on my website. It's existed since 2005. I have many great writers who write for me. I'll build that up. We'll make ad revenue. And it just wasn't happening and not happening. And I finally did a consultation with an expert on niche site getting you know revenue from advertising and he told me you have it all wrong um you're never going to get the advertising dollars you want because your site's about sex and booze 
so, okay. <laughs> and then he said, what you need to be do- doing is selling your own thing on your site. Um, and I just don't, I mean, the, the funnel conversation helped. I just don't know what that thing looks like. I mean, he's like, you could just have to start with the two things, the, the tripwire offer. And then the other thing, I don't know what that is. I mean, I know I have lots of content on my site that I could easily. So you're getting people coming to the website now. Are there people coming to the website? Oh yeah. So yeah. What are they they coming to the website for? Is there a specific article that's more popular or what are they? Primarily um, the content that is on um, uh, foods for, for sexual health, particularly for men, or that's very popular content. And then just, um, information about specific aphrodisiac ingredients, which I think is also people looking for things that are going to boost their, their sex drive or sexual health. Yeah. So those people that are going to those articles, you want to think about what is a problem they have that they want to pay someone to fix. Yeah. What do you think that is? Oh, they want to have sex. I mean, they want I would make a program that's like have more sex if I were you. (laughs) They want to have more sex or they want to perform better. They want to improve their performance. Uh, Yeah. I think I would make a program that's like, yeah, have more sex and be super awesome at it. That's what I would sell. I'm writing that's actually like have more sex. I'm joking around. It doesn't have to be that, but it would would be be like that. It would be something that you just, right. So it's like you make a program, right. That's like, you know. I have a girlfriend that sells a course that's like better sex in 90 days. <laughs> right? Something like right. that. Right. Right. So it's like, it's like, here's yeah. a program. This is what it does. But you just want to figure out like what what is a problem they have that they want to pay it yeah. to solve. If you're like, I you like you take this program, you do these things, you follow my protocol. Um, you have more sex in 90 days. And if not, I give you your money back. It's like, that's a pretty good deal. Like that's yeah. a pretty good sell for your people, yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. And then it would be that same kind of funnel I was talking um, to Julia about where it's like, you can put it in your email right. thing on sale. You can do launches, right. you can get them on your, get them in a free thing. Right. Yeah. So you have their email. Yes. And then it's like every quarter, maybe you run a special sale or every quarter, maybe you have a few different programs and every quarter you launch a different one or something like that. But I would, uh, does that help? Yeah, that, that really helps. Um, then the other part of it is that, you know, I feel like along with this, I probably am missing the boat if I'm not offering like one-on-one sessions, like I do consulting, you know, with, with say restaurants or hotels, I could do that with individuals, but then I don't know how to price it because I'm expensive. And I don't think the, you know, the, well, how about the person who could pay like $500 for an hour with me is probably not someone I'd want to talk to anyway, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, how do I price it for like just the normal person without devaluating myself with hotels and restaurants? It just depends, right? So I know that's like an annoying answer, but this is, yeah. you can price yourself however you want. Yeah. If you price yourself high, less people are going to buy and you right. have to be able to manage your brain about that. But if your thought is like, I don't want to do it for less than that, then I think you're not going to have that much brain drama about the price. And yeah, I mean, my concern more is that I don't want then for my other clients, my, you know, my business clients to think that I'm worth less. If they see, 
I don't know. I mean, because you're offering sex coaching at a different price, it's a totally different service. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm yeah. wrong. I don't, I'm, yeah, I don't think that that, I don't know. <laughs> the other thing too, is like, this is what I always tell, we talk about this in the mastermind all the time, because our brains love to go into other people's brains and try to guess what they're thinking. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. right. We always, that's right. We always right. talk about like, you guys ever have misunderstandings with like your kids or your husband where you're like, oh my God, I thought you were so mad because of this. And they're like, what? I'm not mad because of that. I'm mad because of this thing that happened yesterday at work. And then like, they're like, I'm not mad about that at all. And you're like, oh, and it's like, that person lives in your house. You're married to them and you have no idea what they're thinking half of the time. And then it's like, how how are you going to know like what someone else is thinking? So what it's more important is like, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? Okay. Yeah. No, I want you to tell me, what do you think about charging? I I mean, I think, I think I got to find somewhere in the middle. I don't want it to be so exclusive that I'm not reaching people who actually, you know, genuinely need the help, but I also, I don't need to do it that often. No, I, you know, yeah. So so you're like, I don't want to do it for less than this. If yeah. somebody hires me at this price, I will be thrilled. And if not, that's fine. Right. That's a very good place for you to be with pricing. Okay. Right? So I think you're, I think you're all good. I think that you're okay. on the right track. Just think about what that, think about the, write down like the result that they would want to pay for and then mm-hmm. sell them that. Perfect. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was later. great. I love it. Let me know how it goes. I'm really curious. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. I'm going to go to Sabina. Hey, thanks so much. So I am a baby entrepreneur. I started in December of 2020 and I started a blog and it did pretty well and I got pretty good traffic, all SEO driven ad revenue. And then my husband, congratulations. Thank you. I still make about $200 a month. I feel pretty good about that. It's not a ton, but um, consistent. We started a second site with my husband's hobby and my husband's social media really like drove a lot of really strategic partnerships. And we had like manufacturers reaching out to us and big websites using um, our Instagram stuff when we only had like 200 followers. It was just like a so niche. It was working really well. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, you know what? I really want to work in my passion, which is education. So just all these things started flying around and now it's been like four months and I haven't done anything. Um, all of a sudden, like my product, I think that I'm trying to push out, I think is the thing because it scares me a lot. I'm always afraid of how it's going to be received. I'm afraid of copyright. I go online searching for people to confirm my fears about my product. Um, but with so many things in the air, let me go find all the evidence of why everybody hates me. Exactly. So on a fact finding mission. Yes, like let me search the Facebook groups to find other all the people. ways this is going to be hard and suck. <laughs> so yeah. then I just panicked, and now I'm like yeah. completely at a standstill where I've had a lot of success, but all of a sudden I'm terrified. Um, so I don't was there know. a time like when was the last time you felt terrified? Was there a time like in the last week or? Uh, yeah. So I have five kids. We just had a baby. So I only have small windows to work and it's usually in the middle of the night and it's hard fought time, like to get everybody to sleep. And so these hours are like super precious. And one night I was up and I had gotten everybody to sleep and I had a minute with both hands and I just stared at the screen. I could not figure out what to do. Okay. So you were staring at the screen and not doing anything. What were you, and you were feeling, what were you feeling in your body? 
despair. <laughs> okay. So we're feeling despair. When you're mm-hmm. feeling despair in your body. What were you thinking in your brain in that moment? I'm never going to get to the finish line. I'm never going to get to the finish line. Right. So we're thinking I'm never going to get in the finish line. Feeling despair makes a lot of sense when we're thinking I'm never going to get to the finish line. You're not wanting to work on your business, right? Makes a lot of sense, right? So why does your brain think it's never going to get to the finish line? Uh, I think it's because I'm a big dreamer. And so I have a large vision for what I hope this is. And I'm having trouble um, maybe being by myself. I love being a team worker. And so with nobody else's energy around me, I keep thinking like I need to get, it's a homeschool curriculum. And it's like, I need to get some other moms together to give me feedback, or I need this confirmation from other people, or I need to put this in front of people so that they can help me overcome these doubts. And so I think, I think what that's- do you make it mean, What do you make it mean that you have all the doubts and the fears? Like, why is it a problem that you have doubt? Because it's keeping me from creating anything. I'm afraid of a copyright issue, or I know that the, it's a homeschool curriculum, but it's based on state standards. And that's going to repel a lot of people. And I've, I get a lot of backlash from that because homeschoolers can be against the state standard. And whenever I have to like tick a checkbox that says, is this copyright? I like panic. Is it, is there something in here that's not cop that's copyrighted and I'm messing it up. A lot of like feelings of like unsafety, I think too. It sounds like rolled up in this, right? So a little bit, your brain is just kind of like, I don't know if we're safe here. Exactly. So let's like play, let's like play out. Like sometimes it's helpful. Like let's just play out the worst thing. Like what is, what is the like worst thing that's going to happen? They're going to sue you. What? Take your house. What? Yeah. So the worst case scenario is I put it up on teachers pay teachers. I get copy a bunch of people buy it. I get copyright strike and they take all the money back and I'm in debt to teachers pay teachers. Okay. So what's the, okay. No, I'm serious. Like what is, what is the best case scenario in this? The best case scenario is I get accepted to the large convention and I get to talk and interact with a whole bunch of homeschool families and they all love it. And it helps families feel more confident homeschooling and it allows more families to homeschool. Okay. So you've got to make a decision. Like, is it worth it to you to risk it? Like we don't get to do anything without risk like it pretty much I mean just driving down the street we're taking a risk right because we I could I always talk about this but my brain every time I get in my car my brain loves to think about like um, somebody swerving into my lane and having a head-on collision and I just die (laughs) and now I could think about that all the time right and that like and and I could even go online and like look up all the statistics (laughs) and be like and be like you guys uh, it could happen it's real (laughs) (laughs) but like I want to be able to drive in my car right and I want to be able to go places so if I want to be able to go places I have to choose not to focus on that every time I drive my car otherwise eventually and I've had like very bad anxiety at different parts of my life otherwise eventually like I will be housebound right so for you it's like you have to decide if this is something you want to try and go after where you have the curriculum and you have the the program, right? And you're putting it out there, right? You have to decide to stop focusing on things that could go wrong and just tell your brain, if that happens, we will lawyer up (laughs) and deal with it then. 
Yeah. And something did happen in my job that really kind of, I lost a job. There's legal ramifications. It's bringing up a lot of unsafety, I think, right? So your brain's like, your brain is just trying to protect you. It makes a lot of sense that if you just went through a legal thing with your job, right, that it's now concerned about other legal things. But you've got to drive the bus because you've been letting that fear, like, what is happening is your brain is like, like, this is, what if this scary thing happens? What if someone swerves into our lane? And then you're like, oh my God, you are right. Let me research the statistics. Let me really think about this. This is a real thing that could happen. Instead of being like, yeah, there are risks in life. What I know is like, I am smart and strong and I will figure it out. Because the reality is if somebody comes after you and your family, you're going to figure that shit out and you're going to take care of it. That's what mamas do, right? We have a lot of smart, hardworking mamas in my community. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, you're just going to have to be, you need to detach from your thoughts a little bit. Like you are not your thoughts. Like you're not your thinking. We have, we have, there's like you, your being, and then there's like your brain and there's all this stuff in your brain happening. Right. And you've kind of just been going with it, but you need to get a little space from those thoughts. I think of just yeah. like, can you just watch it and be like, that's interesting. Like that makes a lot of sense that my brain is worried about that. Right. I'm having all this stuff come up. Have compassion for yourself. There's part of you that's scared. Right. And so you need to be compassionate with that part of yourself. This is not about emotional bypassing here. Right. So it's like you're going to have to sit in fear and acknowledge that part of you that is afraid. And you can still focus on something more helpful to help you grow your business. So when your brain is freaked out and convinced you're going to get sued and and all of your money is going to be taken, we're going to be in debt forever when that is like happening, right? And we feel despair, we're never gonna get there. Where can we take our brain that it's a little more useful? And don't go to like the billion dollar thoughts. You guys love to go to like, <laughs> I'm the, the best and everybody loves me. It's like, just go a little bit more yeah. neutral. Go think more neutral. The thing is the idea feels so powerful to me because I do really think it could change the game for a lot of people. And I super appreciate the comments in the chat. like. There are, there are the families who want to send their kids back to school and they want to have that confidence that when they get back, their kids will be in line. And there is the homeschool community is changing so much. And like the religious right answers to everything are not suitable for everybody. So the the thing where I could go in my mind that was really helping me for a while is I've shared it for free. Um, I got some good coaching about like grassroots marketing at the beginning. And I shared it for free with about like 13 or 14 people as it was appropriate in Facebook groups where I participate. Like, Hey, you need a checklist for kindergarten. I have a great checklist for kindergarten. Let me send it to you. And I I always say like, message me if you want it. And I offer to help homeschool families all the time. And they never message me when I say that, like, Hey, message me and I'll talk to you about it. No one ever messages me. But when I say, Hey, I have this checklist. If you message me, I'll send it to you. Like 95% of people message me and ask for it. And their feedback is like, great. They're like, Oh, I love this. Do you have other great resources help with that? Right. Want it. Love it. Mm -hmm. The people who want it, who I've shared it with, like, and it's a large enough sample, like it is good. It's objectively not trash. Like objectively. Yeah, so like, this is a good idea. That's a good place for you to go. Right? Yeah. It's a good idea. I want to see what happens. 
right? That's one of mine that I use all the time. Like I'm always like trying to go to neutral because my brain is actually not, I think people have this misconception that I'm like naturally positive. And I'm like, no, I, my brain is a dumpster fire. That's why I'm good at this stuff because I have to manage my dumpster fire, negative ass brain that I was born with all the time. Right. And so I just go to neutral and I'll be like, my brain, I'll be like, what if it doesn't work and it's never going to work and we can't do it. And I'll just be like, I want to know what happens if I tried. Okay. That is- I don't, I don't want to not know, right. What could have been if I tried, I want to know. And if, if it doesn't work and even if it never works and even if we don't get what I want and it never happens, it's like, I still want to know that it didn't work. I would rather know right? About it not working. And our brain is so scared of that. Our brain's always just trying to protect us, right? So it's like, doesn't want us to fail. It's a program that way, right? But we've got to remind ourselves, like, I do want, I would, I'm like, I would rather fail and know for sure that it didn't work, right? But I would rather know what happened. So that's somewhere I go that's like neutral you can borrow. You guys can put your other, your thoughts to you use in the chat when you're feeling like this way, when you're feeling heavy, like, where can you take your brain? Right. And um, my other one I love is like, I'm just going to see if I can help someone. My brain's like, nobody likes you. You're annoying. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay if everybody hates me. I'm just going to see if I can help someone. I'm just going to try. I'm going to see what happens. That's it. Right. I'm just, I want to see what happens. I want to know. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of your other things, even for my kids, like, you know, action, like action is the opposite of confusion. Like, let's just try to everybody we did that today yeah yeah I like it I like it you need to just have some compassion with yourself right and just like you're I'm going an a lot of transition and like our brains don't like change and like just be ground yourself in some real safety here right and then break that project up into little tiny bit bit sized pieces yeah. just think Everything. of like one little easy thing you can do and do that. Don't try to like make a whole curriculum or whatever you want to do. Just do like, just be like, I'm just going to do it when your brain is like, ah, just be like, it's, it's okay. I'm just going to do this one tiny little thing. It's, we're not like, we're not in danger here. Nothing crazy is happening. We're just picking the name of the first module. We're just making the first three slides. Like that's how small I want you guys to break these projects up. Like a lot of times people would be like, make a course, like make first module. I'm like, no, you need to make the first two slides. <laughs> that's it (laughs) do you need to pick the name (laughs) otherwise it's too much for our brain it gets overwhelmed and then it shuts down yeah right so just stay focused on like can I go to neutral like right when your brain is in the drama it's like we're in like sometimes I'll ground myself this way too I'll be like I'm in my house I'm in my body like there's carpet under my feet like we are safe here in this body in this moment in this house like that's the truth right sometimes you got to tell your use the truth of the moment too. be like I'm going to create some serious safety here Um, because I think your nervous system might be a little fried it sounds like with everything that's going on too for sure for sure I do feel that I was my computer keeps asking to restart but I keep saying no because it's not a good time (laughs) you're good you're good you got you got what you need (laughs) yes thank you so so much yeah thanks for coming and getting coached that was really helpful for a lot of people, I think. Nona Ray, can you go? I'll do you and then that'll be it. Yes. Hi. Good to see you. You too. What can I help you with? Um, so I have some issues. <laughs> um, I just joined a group, like a local business networking group. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and everything about it just like terrifies me. And I need some help getting through that. that. Okay. What, tell me, so the feeling is terrified. Is it like, did you go to an event yet or you just joined and we're already terrified? <laughs> no, when- I've been there. I've been going for, I've been going for about a month ago since the end of January. Okay. Um, it's once a week. It's in person. Every week you have to stand up and you have to give a, like a, um, like an ask for your, for some kind of referral that you would like for your business. Um, I'm in the bookkeeping position. Um, and then I have like a whole bunch of educational stuff that I have to do in order to stay in the group. And then at some point I'm going to have to give like a 10 minute speech on bookkeeping, which I think is where a big part of the fear is coming from. But also, like, we have to, like, reach out to potential clients and invite them to the group. Um, local clients, of course. Mm-hmm. So, and... Which part feels the most scary? What's, like, the most frightening part? The speech? Um, probably the speech. Okay, so when you yeah. think about... Well, they're both, like... I think they're both kind of on the same level, actually. It doesn't matter. I, we'll pick one. But when we, so when you think about doing that speech, what are the the thoughts? Where what are the thoughts behind the fear? What the fuck do I talk about for bookkeeping? <laughs> like, there's just not a lot to bookkeeping. Is that true? <laughs> that could be true. There's not a lot to bookkeeping. What else could be true? <laughs> What are some other possibilities that could be true about bookkeeping? It could be true. Maybe it's true. Like there's nothing to talk about, but what else could be true about it? Um, I know the number one reason small businesses close, they fuck up their taxes. They mess up their taxes and they don't have money to pay taxes and they shut down. That's literally, and it's like, Hello, that's like the most easy thing to prevent if you know how to do bookkeeping, right? Okay, yeah, that's true. That is also true. Yeah, what else can be true about bookkeeping? Um, I think you know a lot about it. You just think everybody else knows what you know. Probably. (laughs) They don't Um, know anything about bookkeeping. (laughs) I have a lot of business friends. Even I, as a business owner, probably really don't know that much about bookkeeping compared to you. Right. I just pay someone else to do my books. I mean, I go in there and look at it and stuff, but like, I'm not sitting here doing book. I couldn't like, I'm not qualified to like do anybody else's books or anything. I would have no idea how to do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of one of the thoughts too, is am I really qualified to be doing this? <laughs> how do you know if you're my... qualified or not? Well, my aunt taught me bookkeeping. She was a retired accounting professor at a local university. And she taught me exactly how she teaches her students in her classroom, like with the textbooks and everything. education about bookkeeping? You had your own what? private professor teach you bookkeeping? Right? Yeah. 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 You know, there's probably a lot that- of people charging a lot of money for bookkeeping that, that know a lot less than you. 
uh, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just really new to it is all. So like one of the, like another big fear is I'm going to completely destroy someone's business. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense. You have that fear, right? It means you care about your work. Right. Right. I have that fear also. Do you? Yeah. I'm like, what if I say something and they do something and it ruins their life? (laughs) Say that again. I'm sorry. I'm like, what if I say something in the mastermind and I'm coaching someone and it ruins their life? I think it's really normal to have those thoughts. I think it means that we care about our clients and their well-being. Yeah. But we don't want to let them down. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it just means like, like, it's like, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense that you're worried that you might ruin someone's business. But you got to think about what are the things you're going to do to try to make sure you don't ruin someone's business yeah I have to well working on it every day um you're gonna look at the books and figure it out right yeah well and once I get into it and I'm doing it I'm like comfortable with it you know like it's not it's not difficult because you know how to do it you need to practice thinking in your brain like I know how to do this when I get into it and do it, I know how to do it. I can figure it out. Right? Yeah. Just go to like something more grounded. And then the reality, I'll tell you, like you don't need to say anything smart or even clever to those business owners. You need to teach them the most basic, boring thing that you think everybody already knows. <laughs> you, you think they all know and they, I'm telling you, they don't. Okay. There's a lot of people, even that I know, making a lot of money that like don't save enough money for taxes and get to the end of the year and are like screwed. Like really basic stuff that you would think like, oh, they they would know that. They don't. Nobody tells you. Nobody teaches us this stuff. Nobody teaches entrepreneurs anything. They're just like, good luck. (laughs) We got to teach ourselves taxes and marketing and sales and social media. And like, they don't just assume like they don't know anything about bookkeeping. And then think about what's the most basic, simple, important thing for them to understand and just explain it in the most boring, basic way. And you'll probably blow everyone's minds. Okay. I can do that. This is how I feel when I talk about like thoughts and feelings all the time. I'm like, everybody knows this. And then I'll like teach it somewhere outside of the mastermind and everybody's like, (laughs) they're like, what? (laughs) It's neutral. What do you mean? (laughs) I think the same thing with the thoughts and feelings thing though, like, cause I listen to multiple different coaches that have gone through life coach school. So like everyone's got kind of the same overarching, like everybody, but not everybody in the world has heard that. Right. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, there's a little corner of the world that talks about it a lot. Just like there's a little corner of the world that knows a lot about bookkeeping. And then there's like, Kate Doster calls them the normies. There's all the normies who've never heard, like, never, never done any personal development. Like, they're not listening to life coach school. They're not, like, doing, they're not reading books. Right. Right. They're not doing any of that. And then, like, the same with, like, bookkeeping. They're not, like, figuring out how to do bookkeeping. They don't know anything about it. So it's like you can say the stuff that seems very basic to us. 
It's not simple and basic. Oh, Sorry, my daughters. You're good. You're fine. It's a mama-friendly coaching zone up in here. Okay. Does that help? I want you to just think about yeah. like some thoughts to think are like, I know this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna make sure, like maybe somebody in here doesn't know. I'm just gonna say the most boring stuff for them. Like I'm gonna make sure they know. Like think about the most important thing. That's probably for small businesses, like, you know, I don't know, like related to tax, like taxes or why you could even do a thing about why it's important to have good bookkeeping and your books should be clean. And like, you know, people are DIYing stuff and doing all kinds of weird stuff. I used to try to do my own books, which is like laughable now, let me tell you, like. Well, when you do your own, if you don't know what you're doing, it opens up a lot of room for errors which could be really costly down the road yeah like you thought if, if you get audited and you don't have something right you could be fined like thousands of dollars yeah so you want to tell them like you think that you are saving money but this can be a very costly place to cut corners right it's like mm-hmm. we think we're like saving all this money and not paying the 300 bucks a month or whatever for a bookkeeper but it's actually could potentially cost you thousands right and I'm going to give you guys some tips of like things you can do to try to keep that from happening. But I'm going to tell you, I strongly consider, I strongly encourage as soon as you guys have revenue, really hire getting someone to look at your books because having clean books, it's peace of mind. It's insurance on your business, right? Mm. It, it, it's a good investment. It's it's not a place to be cutting corners and like, just do a little spiel about that. That's it. 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you could talk about that all day, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you got this. And it's okay to be scared and freaked out. Just let your brain, you know, let all the feelings come. But just remember who you are and that you're smart and you know what you're doing. Okay? I do my best. Okay, you got it. All okay. right. I'll see you soon. Come back and come back and let me know how you are, okay? It's okay, good to see I you. will. Yeah, you too. All right, you guys, that is the call. We're going to email the link to the Becoming Boss Mastermind tomorrow with a special bonus. And you guys, if you have been wanting to join, you really should consider joining. I coach in there every Tuesday on Zoom like this. And in addition, you guys get calls with my co-coaches, my business manager, Rebecca is a friggin' genius. She runs the back end of my business. She has three special needs girls and runs her own business. She's a time ninja warrior and a systems warrior. She teaches in there. We have a whole crew of like really amazing coaches you guys get access to. In addition to me at no extra cost, we do guest workshops. We do training in there. You guys get all my business strategy training. We talked about lead magnets. We have a whole database of like 400 lead magnet ideas with templates. You guys get my sales strategy, my marketing strategy um, programs and courses are in there. And you guys get my business mindset course where I teach you how to coach your own brain and coach your own thoughts. Um, And my goal is always for, I don't want people to be dependent on me to have to come to coaching. We literally teach you to coach yourself, right? And to ask yourself the kind of questions me or the other coaches would be asking and you guys have access to the Facebook group 24 hours a day. There's people in there that are really amazing and they've worked with me a really long time. They give great advice and they're very, very generous. And in addition to all of that, 
We also are doing live events in there every quarter. So everybody in the mastermind is getting to speak in a summit in a couple of weeks where they're going to talk and present their business and get hopefully new email leads for them to sell to. Um, and we're going to be doing a bundle next quarter for them. And we would love to have you be part of it, right? The last bundle we did, people got 500, 700 email subscribers. I mean, that alone, that one event is going to be worth the cost of the mastermind. It's 97 a month or 997. So it's $1,000 for an entire year of community support, resources to help you go to help you grow your business, coaching. I mean, it is a complete business support system. And our next launch, the reason I decided to do this little mini opening this week is our next launch is not going to be until April 17th. And so if you already know you want to join, I really suggest you join now during the flash opening. And then you can get your feet under you. You can go through our 90-day business plan. You can debrief the quarter. We do two business retreats a week where you get to go on Zoom with Carly and the other mastermind members, and you work on one really specific thing in your business. One of those business retreats is always like debriefing the quarter and then planning the next quarter. So you'll get to do that with everybody. And then you'll just go into April like ready to rock and roll right? So if you're looking at this year, I told, I told, um, I was telling the team earlier, I was like, I cannot believe we're like almost in Q2. What is happening? But if you feel like what is happening this year, I'm not where I want to be. I thought I would be further. Don't wait to get help and support until December where you're like, oh, I spent all year not making any money. Come in there and let me help you. And if you're already making money, I'll help you make more, <laughs> right? We do it all the time. People in there have launches and make money. People in there with new businesses are working on just getting their email list and getting their stuff set up. There's going to be lots and lots of support for you. And we're all doing it together, right? Human beings do better in community than trying to figure everything out alone with Google, right? This is hard. Like I think I think a lot of people are done a massive disservice when they start their online business because it's like, oh, you make a website and a freebie and a and a course and your money rains down upon you in 10K months. There you go. <laughs> but it's a lot harder than most people will tell you guys. Um, and it's going to continue to get harder. And I think that's a good thing, right? I think with the right mindset and the right tools, you guys can go to the top of the industry. I think there's a lot of a lot of opportunity for talented leaders like that will never change there's always going to be a need for people that can get results that are good at what they do and that care about people like that will make you stand out in any niche right and I want to help you if you want to have a business I can help you do that um that's it so I'll send you guys the email. We'll send it out tomorrow. So just watch your email for the next few days. Like I said, it's just an opportunity to get in if you want to sneak in and not have to wait until the end of next month to be able to come in there and get the support. I think you should start ASAP. And I have an exciting bonus that we're going to be sending out to all of you guys. So that is that. Watch your email. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys have a great night. Um, and oh, I'm doing a free event in April. You guys have to come. Even if you don't join the mastermind, it's free for everybody. The mastermind, obviously you guys will get like VIP tickets and you'll get the replay and all that stuff, but everybody can come. It's five days for free, all about marketing and it's going to be all new content and I'm super excited about it. So I hope you guys will come to that. Okay. I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Bye guys.